Maybe just as a background for Kali, who is joining us for the first time, but also for the rest of us that might have missed one or two Sundays or just need a, a backdrop, we are looking at the gifts in the body, trying to understand how Jesus works in His body, because we are His body. So we're trying to understand how does He work in the body? How does the body build itself up? How do I contribute? This is what we are thinking. This is the backdrop. And so we've got three shorter shares, testimony, preachers this morning. I'm going to ask Duncan to come up so long. And so open up your heart to three different sounds, three different voices. And keep your heart open when Duncan is finished because he will not be the last one. <laughs> like, uh, Lord, we thank you for Duncan, for Ruan, for Jeska. Everybody that will be bringing something in, we just trust you, God, that we will hear, oh God, Father, 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 that which you are whispering just to us. Amen. Um, yeah, just uh, just such a great uh, opportunity just to just share a little bit um, what I feel God has uh, placed on my heart for us, and um, just in line with um, what Ruan asked, and, and just chatting to Cassie as well just before the weekend. Um, Cassie mentioned it now again. Just a greater appreciation of what Jesus is doing in our midst, and um, I felt that was for me where I wanted to focus. Just um, and just coming through even in worship now this morning, just how much, um, you know, the center of, of all that we do and uh, the center of who we are is, is Jesus, you know, that is. Um, and I think the, the, a quote that um, has, I've been, a quote that actually had a, a quite a big impact on my life and an ongoing impact on my life is this one from um, a guy called Alec Mortier. Or more to you. And um, he said, light is a beautiful picture of something that does what it is meant to do by being what it is meant to be. Sorry, something that does what it is meant to do by being what it is meant to be. And um, I think just, yeah, just that, just if we can just think a little bit about that, light is a beautiful picture of something that does what it is meant to do by being what it is meant to be. And you know that Jesus, um, when if God the Father, the Son, the Spirit, and the triune God said, let there be light, and there was light. And it's, uh, and it's just, I think, just again, just a, um, 
displayed in the life of Jesus um, right through the Gospels, um, you know, who he was, who he is, um, and who he is, you know, to come. It's, 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 it's that uh, life and that light that's um, in Jesus Christ. Um, and in line with this uh, theme of the gifts, um, just meditating over the last few days just on how um, we actually, we read the Gospels um, in various ways, but um, I thought it would be good just to mention this um, this morning, just to, again, look at the Gospels again afresh from the point of how Jesus um, flowed in the gifts and flowed in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, we, could often, you know, we could obviously find those places in the New Testament where Paul refers to the various gifts, and we touched on on one two weekends ago where Ruan mentioned from Romans 12. But there's a lot more. Um, there's, other, there's other passages as well. But we just just reminded afresh how often Jesus had a word of knowledge for somebody, uh, touched somebody, and they were healed, both in a, you know, in a kind of a setting where it was a, you know, their synagogue setting or outside within the marketplace in the streets. Um, he provided, he gave... You know, there's just so many. He taught, he prophesied, he, he brought so many. He just actually, you know, displayed for us the, how those gifts work in a, in a practical way. And, um, and I think that's what we need to grab a hold of fresh again. I think that's you know, what we're being encouraged to do is to allow Jesus to continue to minister um, and to flow um, through us now as his body on earth to flow through us and to see us operate within those gifts and um, gives us various opportunities to do so. Um, just to touch on where we, we maybe struggle, where I struggle personally, um, and I think that's always good to, you know, to see where the obstacles are, where the struggling, where the points are that we um, you know, struggle, is I think for me a big one was comparison. I think that is something that um, can stop one. It can almost like paralyze one if we compare ourselves with other people and what other people are doing, um, you know, we're not allowing God to do what he wants to do in our life. And um, it's so important that we actually recognize that, maybe from, even from an you know, early stage in, in our walk with Jesus, that we, um, you know, we don't try to aspire to what other people are doing because it, uh, in a sense, it will leave us, you know, with a, with a kind of a sense of frustration and, um, you know, we will be almost like, uh, striving to do something or to be somebody that we're not. Um, and I think the, the, the answer to that is to really spend time, more and more time, you know, getting to just to spend time in God's presence and allow Him to speak to us and allow Him to speak to me. That's what I felt for me personally was just allow, you know, just to um, put Him first, um, spend time with Him and just allow His Word and the Holy Spirit just to, just to kind of move um, afresh again through me. And you go through various different struggles. I think um, we all face, you know, fear, fear of making mistakes, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Um, we might uh, judge, judging people might be another obstacle to allow the spirit to move, I think, amongst us. Um, and uh, I think it's things that we can, you know, overcome by God's grace. Um, that passage clearly speaks to us about if we allow... Um, the gifts of the Spirit to move with the measure of faith that He's given us. And uh, yeah, just uh, such a heart's desire this morning 
that, um, that we would just uh, grow in faith and our faith would be um, yeah, strengthened and, and we'd be encouraged, encouraged this morning. Um, yeah, I think just uh, touching on just perhaps one example, there's obviously many examples, but um, I just was reminded as I was praying this morning of a time when um, while Estelle's mom was still alive, um, they were at a women's conference and they were just sitting, and they were obviously just getting ready. I think it was during the time of, of ministry. And at that stage, Estelle's mom had a very swollen knee, very, very swollen, like water on the knee. And Estelle just laid her hand, and I can just imagine how she prayed, because I know, I know my wife, she would have just prayed, Leave Jesus, Mark, Mom, Sir, just heal her knee. And immediately it was, it was touched, you know, God touched her knee, and the knee was healed. And could see it, you know, physically with, you know, the, the, the change from where it was to. And it's just a, it's a silly little example, but that is, you know, just I kind of think the childlike faith that God wants us to have, you know, when we do um, hear the prompting of the Holy Spirit to be able to step out in faith and to, and to move within um, the gifts of the Spirit. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Duncan. All right, um, just, a, just a quick input here. Um, uh, you, you've got your puzzle piece with you. This is, this is a puzzle piece for the morning. Duncan says, Jesus, our example of moving in the gifts, of edifying the body, and then, um, and, 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 and then just for, 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 for us personally, there can be so many things that discourage us and say, why we cannot all right, you're afraid of this or that to the other, whatever the things are that, that Duncan... And, and in, in our Savior, there's a chance that we will overcome that and actually also be an Estelle that can put our hand just on our neighbor and say, be healed, or this is what I feel for you. I actually dreamt I was praying for you, or whatever the, the issue is. All right, good. That's the one puzzle piece. Ruan. puzzle piece Morele, ek is so blij um, Duncan het alle Engelse woorde gesê. So nou mag ek maar bykie Afrikaans praat. <laughs> so ja, voor, voorin het ek myself voorgestel as Roan. Um, dit is nog die selfde. Noem is nog steeds Roan. Um, my vroukie Marley kan vir ongelu- oogend ongelukkig nie hier wees nie. Um, maar ja, dit is so lekker om hier by julle te wees en voor julle te staan. En ja, ek het rarig bykie gebid en ge- vir oogend gevoel ek moet net my story met julle deel, my testimony, en hoe die heren rarig um, sy, die gift wat hy vir my het, vir my geopenbaar het, en um, so ja, as julle net so'n bykie geduldig kan wees, ek gaan so'n bykie achtergrond gee, en dan, dan sal ek om bykie mooier opsom. So ja, ek het groot geword in een in 412 kerk in Stolbaai, en het was een redelike klein kerk, so um, jy sla in die ochend, stel jy die stoele op, en dan doen jy die klank, dan speel jy in die band, en jy sla aan die stoele af, na die tijd. So ek denk, serving was een groot deel geweest van my, um, van al in my hoerskoel loopbaan. En ek denk, dit is iets speciaals, wat ek kon bijdra door die kerk, en op die stadium is dit al wat ek kon bijdra, want ek het nie veel ander capaciteit gehad nie. Um, dit bijgesê, denk ek nie, serving is een van die minder belangrike gifts nie, en teendeel, ek denk, is een van die belangrikste gifts. So, 
Um, ja, so toen mijn eerste jaar het ik staan in bos toe gegaan en ik was ook zo opgewonden. Hier is lekker groot kerken en klomp jong mensen en ik gaan lekker inslaat en ik was recht al voor en ik gaan bezoeken kerken en toen het Josh in staan in bos begin um, in mijn eerste jaar en toen join ik daar en ik voelde hier breng mij tot die plek, maar ze was net vijf studenten. So ek het weer stoelen opgeslaan, <laughs> klank gedoen, um, band gespeel en afgeslaan, maar ik denk, weer eens, dit is die heren wat in my hart gewerk het, in daardie seizoen, en, um, ja, so, ek was so vir vier jaar daar, en toen ik mijn eerste jaar begin werk, en, um, so in die einde van mijn eerste jaar, het ek een nacht met my werk net in mekaar geval, en, um, ja, Lang story kort, ek het een medische conditie of ontdek en die volgende drie jaar van mijn leven was nogal staf geweest. Um, kerk was my moeilik, ek kon nie veel bijdra nie en ek denk in dit het ek baie afgezonder gevoel. So ek wil net bykie klem leiden op die feit dat ik niet kon bijdra nie, het my meer geïsoleerd laat voel. Ek het rare gevoel, joh, ek weet nie wat my plek is nie en ek, ek verstaan nie die seizoen waar die heren oor my pad gebring het, en ek dink, miskien ook mag al vir iemand, vir ochend ook die wees wat so voel, en, ek wil hulle net encourage, maar ek sal nou daarby kom, um, so ja, so in die einde van die jaar, was al groot deurbraak in my leven, ons was by mannenkamp, en, ek het rare gevoel, die heren het iets in my hart openbaar, hy het my perspektief gegeen, en, my specifiek gesê, dat hy, soos discipleship, oor my leven wil plaas, nie net mens wat my disciple nie, maar ek wat ook een pad sal met ander mense stap, en ek het bykie gedink en gewonder, joh, wat een gift kan mens aan dit koppel, en ek dink, ons is so vastgevang om, om gift soms net in boksies te plaas, maar soms is daar een paar kies wat saamwerk, um, en die heren gebruik daar oor mense sy leven, en so ek het gevoel die Heere sê die Great Commission op my hart. So, in Matthew 28 vers 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. So, my persoonlijkheid is ek hou baie van mense. Ek sal nie nie noodwendig uitgaan op die strate en net gaan chat nie. Ek het het wel gedoen om bykie my karakter te vorm en om ons baie vrug in dit. Ehm, um, Maar ja, ek het rare gevoel die Heere plaas het op my hart. So, yes, die volgende jaar was amazing. Ek onthou, ek het kerk toegegaan en ek was so deel van die kerk. Soos, die Heere sy heilige geest het so deel my leven gegaan en ek was rare gaan vir vir Heere. En dit kom nou uit die plek waar ek helemaal geïsoleerd gevoel het, tot die plek waar ek rare deel van die familie gevoel het. En, en ek het so, so smaakie gehad van hoe dit enig moeilijk in die hemel mag wees. En Yes, ek wil vir oogend net vir julle encourage. Um, julle mag ook voel, joh, ek weet nie wat sy plek ek het nie. Ek, ek krij nie openbaring van die heren af nie. Ek, ek is nie 100% seker hoe hy my wil gebruik nie. En ja, ek wil net vir oogend sê, mens moet net die eerste stap in neem. Jy moet net begin. As het nou is, die specifieke gift wat hy het, ek kan nou vir julle sê, as julle een of ander aan een gift doen, dier te serve of iets, het sal net een blessing wees vir die kerk, so jy het eindelijk niks om te verloor nie. Um, ja, en ek wil ook iets sê, um, ja, ek denk die beste manier, hoe mens kan deelvorm van een familie, is, is om bij te dra. 
om te ondersteun om bij mekaar te sit en, en mekaar rarig uh, persoonlijke verhouding met mekaar te want dis wat Heere met ons het. Dit is so groot voordig, hy is so lief vir ons en, en die liefde wat hy vir ons het, kan ons so speciaal oordra aan mekaar en dit is my hart vir oogend, net om jylle te encourage, moet nie, moet nie te gemakkelijk wees nie. Ek, heidiglik, is op hy seizoen, waar ek voel, ek is helemaal te gemakkelijk. Um, en ek het het gevoel, die Heere sê vir my, en, en woensdag het, het Grant actually vir my een woord gehad, wat ek voel, jo, so in, in, in season is. En hy het een prentje gehad van horloosie, wat, wat nou klomp mechanismes en reikies het, wat gedraai word, en en dat die Heere bezig is om het te fine-tune, so dat die horloosie perfect kan werk vir sy doel. En ek voel die Heere is bezig om in my leven te fine-tune, en ek seker daarvan, hy is bezig om in elk een van julle se leven te fine-tune, so dat julle precies loop in die, die pad en, en die gave wat hy vir julle het. Lekker. Um, without any further ado, Jeska, waar is jy? Oei, so, <laughs> kyk nou boer al. Grant has spoken. It will be in English. <laughs> um, ek is eindelijk dankbaar um, dat dit wat ek op my hart het word beaam dier dit wat um, Duncan en Roan gesê het. So baie van het sal jylle hoor is, is vind aanklank by, by wat hulle gesê het. So, um, ek gaan net so st- ook een stikkie deel van my journey met, met die heren en met die gees. Um, ek het groot geword in een kerk wat sonder die gees was. Um, en nie geweet van een persoonlijke verhouding met die heilige gees, of gifts van die heilige gees, of uh, fruit of the Holy Spirit, enige, enige van die goeders nie. And then, when I was an adult, I went to a spiritful church, but the problem that I experienced there was um, they, I felt pressure to produce gift without the Spirit. Um, so, net om te kwalificeer wat dit beteken, is ek het En, en dit was my persoonlijke ervaring, sê net wenig die kerk wat so geopreid het nie, maar my ervaring was, ek het druk gevoel om hierdie gifts waarvan hulle praat te produceer, maar ek het nie die gees in my gehad nie. En dit het my rebels gemaakt teen, teen die hele ding van die heilige gees en gifts en alles, wat ek toe op die einde net helemaal teruggestaan het daarvan. Gesê, ek het hierdie gedus nie vir my nie. Ek sal kerk toe kom en ek, gaan, ek is lief vir die heren, maar die heilige gees my nou maar sy ding doen daar op ander plek. Ek wil nie, ek wil nie daar betrokken wees nie. En um, die heren het op pad my gestap en ek het hier baie, baie moeilike goed gegaan en in die moeilike die heren my beet gekry en verskye goed in my gewys, in my leven. There were many things that I was putting in front of God, that I loved more than God. Um, and in this process of going through these these really tough things, he stripped me of everything, so that I started to love him first. And then he confronted me about this choice that I had made to, 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 to turn my back onto the Holy Spirit. 
and he brought me to a place of, okay, yes, it was tough, but you can ask me to put the, the desire back in your heart to encounter the Spirit. So that was the first step, was I had to ask the Lord. I had to say, I'm sorry that I put, that I, that ek my rug op jou gedraai het, op jou, op jou gees, instead of a geer te in my heart. So, if you don't have the desire to, you know, walk in the gifts or walk in the Spirit, ask the Lord to put that desire in your heart. So, that was the first step. And then, um, through that, the Lord showed me one or two other things that I had to lay down. Um, things that I, ach, it was, it was very, very, various things that he said, okay, it's time to let these things go. And when I was obedient, I, I laid those things down. And one day on Mother's Day in Wellington, the Lord just poured his spirit over me and I was completely overwhelmed. And... I think I've understood and felt his touch for the very first time. And the first gift that I received from the Spirit was an un, 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 unverstaanbare, an overwhelming, crazy, stupid love for Jesus. It was a love that was, that it's hard to explain, but it's that thing that when you read in Daniel 13, 8, where they say to the king, the, the friends of Daniel, they say to the king, even if he doesn't save me, we will not bow our knee to another God. And that is where I was. He gave me, and I, I truly feel that was a gift that the Lord had given me from the Spirit. It's not something that I could think, I couldn't think, I couldn't produce it just he gave it to me as a gift. And I'm so thankful for that. So one of the things that I learned was gifts don't always look the way that we think they should look. Yes, the Spirit mentions a, a, quite a few things. But whatever flows from your encounter with the Spirit that is a blessing to the church is a gift. Um, Cassie, you will also help me. There's a, there's a scripture that says you can't say Jesus is Lord without the Holy Spirit. So if you can say Jesus is Lord, you have the Spirit. And it is a gift to be able to say Jesus is Lord. Um, so that, is the, that was the first gift. And then from looking to Jesus first, I, from that love, I learned to look to him first in everything. And from that, there were various other things that flowed and one of the things was there was a desire in my heart to disciple women. Um, and I believe if you have a desire in your heart, that, it, that it's probably that the Lord has already put a gift in you to practice that desire, if I can put it that way. So as daar begeert in your heart is om armes te help, of om um, kinders te bedien, of om finansies uit te sorteer, dan is it heel waarschijnlijk a gave van die gees wat die Heere in jou hart gesit het. And then you just need to open your eyes for an opportunity. I didn't get an opportunity immediately to disciple women. It's not like the Lord gives you the desire and the next day you walk into a ministry for women and say, okay, I'm here to heal everybody or whatever the case may be. That isn't how it worked. The, I, he said to me, just do what your hand finds to do. Be obedient 
be in tune with me and do what your hand finds to do. And the first thing was kids' ministry. I, I discipled little kids because my kids were also little at that stage. And it started with kids' ministry. And then along the line, the lady who was leading the kids' ministry wanted to step down and she asked me to take over the kids' ministry. So then I was organizing kids' ministry. And through that, you also learn that there are other gifts that the Lord has given you that you can give to the church. And, uh, and through keeping, being obedient, listening to what he says, laying down things, okay, now I need to stop kids' ministry and I need to start packing chairs. You know, that's literally what happened. And then the Lord leads you to a place. And now, seven years, seven years later, I'm leading a calm of women. Um, and, that, and, and I feel that what I'm trying to say is that the gift is not something that you need to produce. It's something that flows from a love for Jesus and a submission to the Spirit and being obedient. And I would not have been able to be obedient if I wasn't submitted to the Spirit, you know, if I wasn't loving Jesus first, because then I would be doing it all out of myself. And there, would have been, there won't be any fruit when you try and do it like that. Right, kom ons kyk hoe ons hierdie, hierdie stikke by mekaar gaan trek. En Barry, as jy nog hier so, kan ek jou, kan ek jou raak sien. Wil jy nie, so, een van my, vat sy maar my gitaar, en dan doen jy daar een of ander noot. Um, Henny, wil jy nie so my op nie kom, laat ek hoor waar jy is. Het is goed geweest, nee. Goed om die verschillende mensen te horen en alles toe hier en het is gewone ons, nee, soos ek en jy. Um, gewone mense. Um, but um, when a true fruit that, that, will, that will mean something in Yahweh, that will mean something in eternity, only comes out of fellowship with the King. And we've heard it over and over, but God wants us to be in fellowship. And if you're here this morning, you don't know how that works. We do not want you to go away without us praying. I'm not going to call you up now, but I want us to be praying at some stage before you leave. Don't leave without a knowing that I can approach the living God in a meaningful way and live out of His being. Um, bearing spiritual fruit is just that. There's an encounter with a source. Out of that encounter, you look like life. Um, um, with the prophetic pictures that the, that the Bible writers had, they said there's a river that makes glad the city of God. There's a river that flows from the throne. Wherever it goes, there's life. The trees grow. The fish are many. And, and even if it flows into something dead, that thing becomes alive. That is the nature of our God. It is out of an encounter with a living God, we become alive. And if I say alive, I don't mean like we're breathing and sneezing. What I'm saying is, 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 is what you minister 
brings life to the person next to you. Probably they will experience something about love. They will probably have, have hope for life. They might have faith in God. They, there will be something of, of life that, is, that, that, that people can taste in our lives. But it flows out of the king. And that's so nice what Jessica said. If there is pressure on us to produce, we're probably not with a source in that area. And the Lord wants to release us that that will not be the issue, that we're not intimidated. This thing which God has for us is, 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 is just to do what He tells us. It's just to live out the life which He, which he expects of us. Can we do that? Huh? Can we luister? It is unmoendlik in, moendlik op die selle tijd. So let's just close our eyes. Maybe, maybe you want to reach out to the Lord. Maybe you want to reach out your hands. So just open up as if you're receiving a gift. Or, and just open yourself up to His working. Lord Jesus, we are here in this moment and thinking about gifts and the way that you operate. And we want to say, here we are, Lord. We are persuaded from the writings and from what we've heard this morning that you are able to use plain, simple us in a, in a miraculous and a majestic way. And we want that, Lord. We want that. And so we pray, Holy Spirit, that that not a single one will be excluded, none of us here in this hall, but that you will touch everyone, calling them by name and saying, hey, you, yes, you, I want you. Ek wil jou he. Ek wil jou, ek wil my arm om jou nek sit. Sê, man, ek is lief vir jou. Ek like jou. Ek wil jou. Ek wil jou he. Pray that you will do it, O God. For the sake of your name. Amen. If there is somebody that has something specific that you felt that all of us should hear, you can come and tell me. Okay, you can kind of Okay. You can line up behind you, Ria. The, uh, if, if you feel like you want to, there's something that the Lord is laying on your heart, if you can come to the front, please. I didn't hear that. We have now for each of your legkaarts that you have for the morning. But is there something specific that you feel like here for you? I think we're going to so, yeah, I'm not going to let go. Maybe this what you for the morning say for someone else. Of voor mij. So, en ek het dit nodig om te hoor. So, so moet nie terughou nie. Um, uh, which language? Um, so, uh, the Lord, um, in lockdown, uh, there was a, uh, a behoefte. A need in the church for more worship leaders. We had two services and we're not many. So um, I stepped forward because it was something the Lord laid in my heart to step forward in for a worship leader and Cassie felt it's the right thing, so I stepped into it. But all the time, lockdowns three years ago, so I was feeling that I'm just doing it for a time because it was a need. And the Lord speaking over my life, you're a worshiper. I'm not, no, I'm not a worshiper. I'm just there because there's a need. So up to this point... Uh, the last month, the Lord said, but you're a worshiper. And I wasn't receiving that. I was just doing it because there was a need. And then something stepped in my heart, but 
I am a worshiper. I didn't receive the word from the Lord because I had this other lie that was lying there. So there's something the Lord is doing in our lives, and we're just doing it because, because, for another reason. But I didn't step into the identity. So I was just, I was just, I, I was going to step down somewhere. When we have enough worship leaders, I'll just step down. But then I'm not living who I am. So the question is, what's the Lord, the word that the Lord is speaking over you? Receive it in humility. That means letting go of all the lies. Letting go. Then we can become the church he wants us to be. Then I can become the worshiper that I'm supposed to be. So I just want to confess, Lord, that I did not receive your word in humility, but I would too take it now. And each one of us that is not taking your word, we want to receive it this morning, the truth that is in you. And we want to be, become who you see us to be. Amen. So her job became her identity. Uh, this, mo- uh, this week, I just went to, a, cl- um, to um, a clinic just to get some medication. So I was speaking with this lady that was supposed to help me. So as I was explaining to her uh, my condition, and then um, she was like looking into me. Then I realized I'm speaking to her, but she's not listening. And she said, you have a beautiful voice. She said, keep talking, keep talking. So, and I said, thank you. And she said, but you need to use that voice. You go out there. But I realized she didn't know the Lord. So she was encouraging me, go in the world and sing for the world. And I said, I'm already singing. And, but she said, you have to use your voice. And, and then I just realized the Lord, because normally I would think of standing here. But this is not really, this, this shouldn't be enough for me. I need to be singing to the Lord everywhere I am at home or at work or walking or running, whatever I'm doing. And yeah, just to encourage, this was an encouragement for me that there is something in me that um, I can sing to the Lord, that, my, that the Lord enjoys my voice. And I want to encourage any of you, if you have a voice really that the Lord has called you to glorify his name, that can be a part of worship or in your personal times with the Lord, sing to the Lord because it's a beautiful voice he gave you to glorify him. So God actually used an illness or a sickness to get a message through Stella to, to live a life of singing and worship. Thank you, God. Um, this morning I was just reminded of the two boys of um, the sons of Zebedee and how they were closest to Jesus, but still even he called them the sons of thunder. And um, later on in life, later on, that same John was called the Apostle of Love. And the Lord said, what was the one thing that changed? I mean, they were closest to Jesus. They had him for three years. They walked with him for three years. But the one thing that was different was the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that came over him that changed him from a son of thunder to Apostle of Love. And... um, I'm sometimes so reminded when, when we, all of us, sometimes say, this is just who I am. You know, this is, I have this flaw in my personality. I'm a son of thunder, whatever it is, and, and how the Holy Spirit wants to change us into a bottle of love. He wants to um, do that for us. And, and even this morning, as everyone was speaking about how the Holy Spirit changed them, it's just, Lord, 
I want to open up my heart and, and just say, Father, come and, and change me into that apostle of love in, in whatever sense. Father, I just want to pray that over us as a people that um, whatever place it is, we, we kind of just got stuck, kind of just said, this is who I am. Um, this is who, who you've made me to be. Lord, this morning I want to say, come Holy Spirit, into that place. You're the only one that can change us, Father. 180 degrees opposite to, to what, we, what we are. And you're the only one that can do that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for changing us. Anyone else? Thank you, Annie. Um, while we were... Uh, everyone's teaching. And um, something my son said to me... Um, he said, there, there are two types of people. People who are eyewitnesses. All you sitting here are eyewitness to what someone is standing up here and talking about. The person who's standing here talking about is a flesh witness. It's someone who's experienced something and is relaying it back to you. And I really felt God saying to me, too many of us are eyewitnesses. We'll come in and we'll listen to what someone has experienced and someone who has gone in and seek God and had an experience and is relaying it back to you. But you are just, you are, a, it's a reflection onto you. It's not you reflecting God. We, more of us need to be flesh witnesses. We need to be God flowing through us, not watching people and trying to get the scraps that fall off the table. And I felt this morning that we need to pray for people. Come up. We can have some of the people. I really feel that we need to step into a new experience of God where you are flowing or radiating God's glory not just watching people do it and I just you know, so I really would like to invite people if you're feeling like you need God to start working in you I think if you come up to the front and let's pray for people because th th this is what family does I want to actually extend the, the circle a bit um, each one of you when you received uh, when, you, when you came in, you received a, a piece of the puzzle, but that is actually symbolizing you and the gifts that, that, that you have. Now, what I did is I wanted to come and speak here in the front, and then I asked my wife, but do you have a piece of the puzzle? Sorry, love, I can't use your piece. I need my own piece. So, 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 and, and that's, that's what we sometimes do. And I, I, I think um, Duncan also touched on that, is where we, 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 we want to live other people's lives. And, and, and the, thir the first thing, kids, when you give kids a puzzle, or you guys as well, the, the first thing we do is we compare. What did you get? Um, does it look the same? Yes, sir. And then the second thing we sometimes do is we try and swap. Uh, rather, uh, I, I like blue. Can, can we swap? And, and then, eventually, we end up with, with our gift, and then we, we, we lose it, 
I mean, there might be people now, if I ask you, where's your piece of the puzzle, then it's, it's somewhere, or it's, or it's, and that's, that's how sometimes how we handle our gifts, as we, we don't treasure it, um, sometimes we sit on it, and it breaks, and, um, and, and then when, when we compare, or sometimes when we look at it, um, it has holes in it. But, but the holes, and, and you might look at your life and say, I've got these shortcomings and I'm not good at this. But, but you know what? My little piece fits in exactly with, with his piece. So, and, and he might have things that he thinks, oh, if I didn't have that or if I could just get rid of that. But, but for the picture that God has planned for us, we need to be together. So... The, the other thing that I thought is um, sometimes there's a bit of rebellion. Yes, this is who I am. But you know what? I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to turn my, my piece of the puzzle. I'm going to turn it around. And then it, 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 But the bottom line is it won't fit and it won't... Um, the, the picture would, would, would not be there. And um, so... You might have a lot of other things that, that, that you thought of now, but I think let's, let's come forward and let's pray. And, or if you're not comfortable with that, ask the person sitting next to you and say, listen, um, because that person also, you also have a gift of prayer. So pray for that person. And um, this, I'm here, I'm at this stage, this is where I'm at. So, yeah, so if we can maybe just give a moment for that. So, if there are people that want to be prayed for, don't be rebellious. <laughs> no, no. Please come forward. Yeah. Go to someone that you, anyone else, go to your comm leader. There definitely is more. There's a table. There's a seat for you, and you need to come. Okay, if we can just reach out our hands. Um, Marty, I don't know if you go in. Can we get some of the leaders just to pray here in front? week, yeah, just one more thing, is um, Cassie preached about um, what's in Barnabas, and um, in Bible preaching about Barnabas, he said we should actually be like Barnabas, so he wasn't, he isn't that well known in the Bible, and mo most people don't know his whole story, um, but that made me think about, and then I thought, afterwards I thought, 
if I work with kids, how would I, um, how would I teach that to kids? And I, and I was thinking of, of the Smurfies and, uh, um, and all the Smurfs have certain characters like Grumpy and um, Brainy and Papa Smurf and all those. And even if you look at um, these children's stories like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, the sad thing about those stories are those characters never grow. Winnie the Pooh for the last 50 years has been the same. Same. Tigger has been the same. Um, what's that donkey? Eeyore. Eeyore, he has, he's, he's been the same. And the thing is with us, it doesn't have to be like that. There is definitely more for us. And the more is there for, for us to take hold of. So um, even if you don't come forward now, um, continue with this in the spirit and ask God where he, uh, what is the gift? What is the one thing that you can add so that his picture might be complete? Okay, guys, while we're praying for these guys, um, if you still want to grab a coffee or there are guys that we're at the end of the service now. So, um, but even if you do feel that you'd like some personal prayer, um, some guys would be waiting here at the front. Um, yeah, so enjoy your weekend.